Today in this episode, we are talking about styled shoots. Tyler has shared a little bit of his experience with a recent style shoot that he attended, as well as my experience with styled shoots since I started my career that led me up to uh, our business today. Excited. All right, let's jump into it. Welcome to Push the Limits podcast, a podcast for wedding photographers who want to grow their businesses and become more successful at what they do. I know today we're talking about styled shoots and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your just recent experience of going to a styled shoot. Um, and you don't have to give any names or anything like that. Um, but in this current market, this current economy of wedding photography, um, how was your experience going to that styled shoot? Just getting the images and uh, the people maybe who were there, um, your experience of, uh, of what you're going to do with the images now that you have them. Um, tell me a little bit more about what that was like. Yeah, great question. So this was our maybe seventh styled shoot this year that we did, that we just went to. Uh, prior to this year, I don't think we did any styled shoots that we had paid for and gone to, right? We had put on some of our own shoots, uh, but this is the first year where we were like, okay, let's go to some styled shoots. Let's elevate our content. Let's do all that. So this specific one, our mindset, and I'll go from our first one to now, now the one that we just did, which was number seven. In our first one, we really didn't know what to expect. We had never been to one. And so we kind of just went in with what's this going to be like? And with an open mind, I think we we were a lot more stressed out in that first one about getting getting our shots, making sure everything was perfect, that we got what we needed to get. And there's a lot of that stressful emotion of making sure I'm paying for this shoe, I need to get my shot. In this last one we went to, while we're still paying for the shoe, it's, we have a goal going in. So like, I'll ask Alex, hey, what's your goal for this shoe? And so this specific shoot, her goal was she said, I want to one, play with some open shutter stuff and, and get some open shutter things. So I want to play around with that. Two, I want to get some, some content where we can have on our website on some of those back pages. So just some of that extra filler content. And so when whenever we say we're going to get content, that means a set of three images for us. So we want to get a set of three images, either a far away one. So wide one, a standard normal portrait, and then a close-up detail. And so when we're thinking about getting images for our website, we want at least, this is going to sound really, maybe not a lot to some people, but at least 15 images that we can feel really good about and put on our website. Now, that mindset has changed since our first style shoot because the first one, we wanted a whole gallery, right? Where we want this huge gallery that we can then submit and do all this stuff with. And when when we had that mindset in that first shoot and the first couple, it's a lot more stressful, right? Because there's 20 other photographers there. And so you might not get the perfect shot or the posing might not be what you would do in your own gallery. So when we narrowed down our goals or made them a little more specific, uh, we we started having a lot better experiences with our style shoots. So our goal, depending on it, we'll have a goal going in. This goal was experimenting with some of our shutter speed and then getting some content. Uh, we also try to be able to have enough content if possible where we can submit it to a publication, right? 
Now that's up in the air because there's going to be people that are going to edit the photos faster than we are that might submit it uh, before we do. Uh, but that that's also a goal. If we get enough shots, we're like, okay, we got enough detail shots. We got enough shots where we feel like this, we could submit it to a publication. We'll still submit it to a publication. So that's kind of a secondary goal. And then the, the last goal I would say going into this one, and really this has been a shift in our mindset as well, is trying to create really good relationships with some of the vendors and the planners, if the planners are putting them in. That's easier said than done sometimes because sometimes you'll go to these shoots and again, there's 25 photographers. The planner is running everywhere. And so there's not a lot of time sometimes to develop a relationship. And so a lot of times that relationship will come post the shoot where during the shoot, we might talk to the florist and say things like, oh, we love these flowers. And then after the shoot, when we're posting, we're, we're and this is just, you're supposed to do this in new ways, but you tag everyone. And tagging everyone and then sending them a message and sending them all the photos. So we send the florist all the photos that we edited. Hey, here are these photos. Like you can use them. Here they are. And then the florist responds, oh my gosh, I love these. These are amazing. Like we, in this last one, the florist who messaged us after we posted a photo, I think in our story about it and messaged us like, oh my goodness, these are amazing. We actually eloped last year we're wanting to have a big day. Like we want to talk to you to get information about like your packages and stuff, which that never happened to us before we started doing these type of things where we're, we're, we're actively trying to provide value to these other vendors. So that's kind of our mindset going in. Now take this last shoot. We just went to it. Our mindset was all these things. This was our first time with this specific person who was putting on this shoot. And the shoot was very pretty, right? It was a beautiful location, but it wasn't what we expected and it wasn't very organized. And that is something that when you're doing a styled shoot, I found that you really don't know what you're going to get if you've never been to that specific person before. And even with people that we've done multiple times, the same style shoot, you still, it's kind of up in the air, right? Like how are the models going to be? What it, they'll give you a mood board of what their ideas are. Uh, but then it might be different than what they said. A perfect example of that is before we signed up for this one, we messaged the person and we're like, hey, what is the guy going to be wearing? Because before we pay for it, we're like really trying, like I said, elevate our brand. And this was six months ago that we had messaged this. Like, what will the guy be wearing? Because most of these style sheets that we've been to, the guys are usually in just like a basic suit. And so we wanted to do one with the tux. That was kind of our goal. Like we're already doing all these other suit ones. Let's do one with the tux. And she's like, oh, he's going to be in a designer tux. She's going to be this. And so, okay, awesome. Yeah, let's do it. So we we booked the, the style shoot. Well, we get there and he's not, they're not, none of the guys were in designer tuxes. Uh, <laughs> they're all in suits and they were in suits without ties. And it was a, for the vibe. It worked out really well. Like it was pretty, but it wasn't what we were thinking we were getting as we were going in. So, and for some people that might've been really frustrating for us, we looked at it and just, we kind of take a step back and say, okay, what did we pay for this? We paid, I think we paid $500 for the shoot. So $500 for the shoot, what do we need to get out of it to make that $500 worth it, right? And so if we can develop relationships with vendors and maybe that gives us an inquiry, right? Or if we can book one wedding from an ad that we create from these photos, 
by ad, I mean, we're going to take these photos and maybe make a reel and then that reel will post it. Or maybe we make a Facebook ad from one of these photos for this location, right? And if we can get one wedding, it's easily worth it, right? Totally worth it if we can get one wedding. Or if we can develop a relationship with uh, a vendor that we end up working with, and then that later on gives us a wedding. Again, totally, totally worth that investment. And so I think when we when we shifted our mindset from, I need to get 100 photos that are amazing to, I, I just need a handful of photos that I can use. And I, I want to get at least one inquiry, one booking, one return on my investment, I think it makes it a lot more worthwhile and a lot less stressful because there was people there that were very high stress that, and Alex laughs about it because there's like, I need to get my shot, get out of my way. Like, what are you doing? And Alex is the calm one, like, hey, it's okay. We're all going to get our shots. Like, it's fine. Uh, but that's the really common things you get. So I kind of rambled on a bit. I don't know if I answered your question, but that was our experience from this last one. And really from our first one we did to this last one, that's kind of been our evolution with our styled shoots. Yeah, so a lot of great stuff in there. Um, you had said that you look at styled shoots with setting a goal. So making sure that you get a little return on your investment, which I think is absolutely something very important to do. Um, setting a goal and having something bigger in mind, not just going there to take uh, beautiful pictures. Um, and then developing relationships with planners or not just planners, excuse me, with vendors in general. And even if that means other photographers, you never know where those relationships may um, take you. And I think that's also very important to do at any stage of your business. And uh, styled shoots absolutely give you an opportunity to connect with other people that you wouldn't have otherwise. You did say something that I found pretty interesting. You mentioned that um, prior to this year, you hadn't done any styled shoots. And this year, it sounds like you did quite a few. Um, I don't think styled shoots were ever not popular, but they're certainly more popular today than they've ever been. And it feels like I'm seeing new hosts of styled shoots pop up all the time, very desirable locations, stuff like Paris and Europe and uh, really beautiful iconic spots. Um, so photographers that are listening to this podcast today, they might be considering or even looking at those uh, styled shoots. How would you, or what would you say to them to uh, help them decide which style shoots are best for them, uh, if they should even do a style shoot at all? That's a really good question. And that's actually something I thought a lot about as we were thinking about doing this specific topic is, I think for me, one thing I realized, especially after this style shoot was the content you're creating and style shoots really are marketed and geared towards other photographers and less towards real couples. <laughs> and what I mean by that, and this was, I, 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 as I'm saying that, I'm remembering our main goal for this last style shoot, because as we were going into it, I was talking to Alex about this. And so the other main goal was try to get really joyful photos, right? Go away from a little bit more of the editorial, get more joyful. So Alex, during this last one with the model, she was like telling them to laugh and joke or like do little things. And all the other photographers like, oh, I love that. Yeah, that's great. But she was the only one doing that because when you go to a style shoot, that's not the norm, right? It's much more editorial feeling. But real life couples want to see the joy and the happiness. So when you're posting your styled shoots, like you can tell it's a styled shoot a lot of times. So, but if you can have, have a little bit more joy in those photos, a little more realisticness, then 
you're more likely to attract some couples as opposed to just attracting other photographers. So the first thing I would say would be one, find out if this is the person who's hosting it, their first style shoot. Is it their second? Is it their 100th style shoot? Like how many style shoots have they done? Second, I would ask uh, what they're planning on doing for attire. What are the brides going to be wearing? What are the grooms going to be wearing? And then get even more specific. We asked that question six months ago, knowing what we know now, we would have said, hey, okay, you said you're going to get designer tuxes. Awesome. Where are you getting them from? Right? Like be even more specific, dig a little deeper. Then they might've said, hey, I don't know yet. But okay, when you know, will you send us the link, right? And you're kind of asking a lot and they might already know, they might not. But just having that information can help you have a more informed decision to know, is this style shoot gonna create the content that I'm actually trying to create, right? The very first style shoot we went to, the very first one, we had no idea what to expect. We got there and the dresses were like, all different colors. No one was in a white dress. And they were all very new fashion, fashion forward, but not what we were wanting at all. And that was our very first one. We didn't know anything else, right? Uh, so I would ask, what are they going to be wearing? I would ask next about flowers and decor. So is this just going to be like what it all will be included in the style shoot? Meaning, is there going to be a tablescape, right? Is there going to be a ceremony location? How many flowers are there going to be? Is this going to be like, are they paying for flowers at a better relationship? And that doesn't really matter if they're paying or not, but just knowing like who the florist is, like who, who's going to be doing all of these things. And the reason I say that again is because you might be at a beautiful location or have all this, but there's not, maybe you're wanting to get a tablescape. And that was a big thing for us is we wanted to get better at a lot of those details and tablescape photographs. And style shoot was a really low stress way to do that for us and still get really pretty content there but if a style she's not going to have pretty tablescapes then it might not be one that you'd want to go to and then location and logistics right so you sign up for this style shoot it looks beautiful but what does that actually mean to like go to the style shoot so we did style shoots all over the country this year so we this last one we did was in texas and what does that actually look like us getting to Texas? And I think planning out a little more ahead would have been a, even, we had a great time. It was a great trip, but it would have been even more enjoyable and more, uh, just a better experience. So reach out to the person who's hosting it, find out what it is. The second thing I would say, or not second, I've said a lot of things, but the next phase of that is in asking yourself, how much is this going to cost? And again, what's my return on my investment, right? Because if the style shoot costs more than $500, you might want to start asking yourself, can I put one on myself for about $500 to $1,000, right? And I, the reason I say that is because our favorite shoots that we've done are the ones we've put on ourselves, right? We get to pick out the couple. We get to pick out the dresses. We get to pick the tux, we get to choose the location. We have all control of all the posing that we do. And so those are some of the images and moments that we love the most from those shoots. But they do cost a little bit more because you're either spending the time to, to work with the vendors to get those things or you're personally buying the flowers or the tux or the dress or whatever you're, you're doing. So if it's more than $500, ask yourself, can I put this on for, for less than that or about the same? And that might be something to think about. 
now if when we're getting the style sheets that are more than a thousand dollars now we're kind of talking about workshops or experiences and those are a little different and so i'm gonna shy away from that because i do think that's a different conversation than just the 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 daily style shoot so i think that you should do a style shoot if you've never done one or if you're wanting to elevate your content but i think you need to go in with you with your eyes open and you shouldn't think oh, I'm going to get this, I'm going to do this style shoot and all of a sudden I'm going to have all this amazing content and all of a sudden I'm going to book all these amazing weddings. Because I, I I wouldn't say that's the case. But if you're going with goals like, I want to get better at doing tablescapes. I want to get better at directing a couple in kind of a hectic environment. I want to get better at shooting at different locations. I want to meet more vendors or I want to be able to have content that more reflects what I'm trying to brand myself as and I'm going to be creating some ads using that I think all of those reasons are good reasons to do styled shoots but I do think that ask the questions beforehand before you before you pay for the styled shoot send out emails ask about it and then find out is this something that I could do myself or is it something I want to do myself or do I want to pay and, and do it there? So the, that's kind of my, should you do a style shoot or what should you ask yourself? That would be my advice or my thoughts on, on that question. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see if you agree or disagree with anything that I just said, or what would you add to that? Yeah. You know, I agree with the vast majority of it. I do want to touch on workshops too, because I put them in the same bucket as a style shoot style shoot or a workshop or an editorial. And usually the difference, um, if you're not familiar with that, we sometimes say style shoot or editorial, and we mean just a single shoot or a single day event. Whereas a workshop can be multi-day that usually involves a shoot. And then there's also some education that's involved with that. So whether that be the host or the host invites some people to come give a talk, um, that's usually what's considered a workshop. So um, they tend to be a little bit more expensive. Sometimes dinner is included with that, and it's meant to be more of an experience. Um, and I think they both have their place in a photographer's journey, um, and they both have different utility. Uh, though I think that um, if you're going to make the investment of a style shoot, uh, you can look at a workshop as essentially the same thing with a little bit more involved with that. Um, and because at the end of the day, whether you have a workshop or a styled shoot, you're left with the images. And if you have a workshop that let's say has a lot of very well-known people that are there and they're going to give a talk and, and you uh, may or may not come away with something, uh, a value, hopefully you do, hopefully you learn something, um, you still are left with the images. Um, and the whole goal, in my opinion, if you are going to do an editorial styled shoot workshop, what have you you should be able to then profit from that in some capacity in your business um, because we are businesses here and we are looking to grow our business. Um, and we have to keep in mind that the point of all of this isn't to just make a beautiful image to get you know recognized on social media. It's to hopefully in turn book more clients. Um, that should be the ultimate goal of things. Um, and yes, we want to develop relationships with other vendors, which is really, really nice too. Uh, but those relationships should hopefully grow your business because if your business is growing or not growing, I should say, then we don't have a reason to be uh, in business to begin with to have those relationships. So 
um, when you're looking at any of these things, decide if the content you're creating is going to ultimately generate more revenue for you. Um, and I think the slippery slope that we can get into is that many of us say, hey, we want to become destination photographers. We want to shoot luxury. So let's find the most you know, expensive looking thing and photograph that. Um, and the issue, as you kind of touched on, Tyler, is that we can get into a situation where the workshop that we're going to or the style shoot is creating content that is really beautiful, but it might not be resonating with the clients of where we're at in our market. Um, and so it's really nice to have that content, especially as we grow. But I think a really good question for a lot of photographers to ask themselves is like, if I could make a decent living, whatever that number is to you, let's say it's a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars a year in my local market, would I be happier doing that versus shooting around the world? Uh, which there is a lot of logistics to that. So there is the, you know, you have to pack your gear, you have to fly with the gear that usually requires a lot more time on your part for shooting for a little bit less money. Uh, because in Europe, or I don't want to say Europe specifically, but Outside of the United States, uh, weddings and wedding photographers typically are at a lower budget than what we're used to getting paid here in the United States. So not to bash on that because we do destination weddings. And obviously that's something that we've kind of evaluated things. It's definitely worth it for us. We really enjoy that. I just want to keep it real with a lot of photographers who are looking at these big destination workshops and wondering, okay, if I do this, is this going to get me into the destination market? And the short answer is no, you're not going to be able just to do the workshop and be into the destination market. You do have to still travel to those destinations and you have to create a lot of content. Um, and the content you create is actually better if you create your own unique content. Um, so an example I'll use just from my own experience is that recently Lady and I did a workshop um, in Paris and we did the shoot that was involved with that. And then we put on our own. We got a couple who lives in Paris. They're a Parisian couple. Um, we asked them to get dressed up. They're not married yet, but they're getting married, but they're still willing to wear the dress and everything. So it's a style shoot, right? But it's a style shoot with a real couple. And we got to take them to some of our favorite locations uh, that we really wanted to create content. And we had complete control of that. So we got to take them to the Louvre, the Eiffel Tower, um, uh, the uh, uh, gardens outside the Louvre. Um, and we love those images and we had a lot of fun doing that. And I use those images in our branding and marketing over the images I use from the uh, workshop that we did, not because the images from the workshop we did are bad, um, but there are two models who don't look particularly happy, <laughs> in my opinion. They look very model-esque. The model, they're doing very editorial poses, which is just not our style. So uh, that's the other thing I want to touch on real quick is that when you are going to a workshop or style shoot, um, there are small opportunities where you get to work with the couples and models. Um, and there are far more opportunities for you to shoot where somebody else is po perhaps posing. Um, and so you are sort of subject to the host's uh, um, design and their posing and their creation process, which can be very beneficial if you're starting from uh, very little images. Uh, but when you have an established brand and you have a look that you're striving for, um, you might be creating a lot of work with these couples that doesn't resonate or fit with your brand. Um, that's where the details and everything come in. So just to sum all this up, what I think for sh photographers should do is that let's say you're in your first couple of years of business and you want to uh, do a workshop or style shoot. I think that's a great opportunity for you to really focus on some details that you probably aren't seeing at some of the weddings that you're shooting. 
Um, so those are things like the tablescape, the venue, some of the maybe flat lays. It's a good opportunity for you to practice with flat lays. Maybe learn from another photographer who's very talented with them. Um, and that will help level up your ability to shoot that. Um, and the, the models themselves may, might not be the most beneficial content. The thing I've heard a lot of is that they, people tell me, oh, but the couples look so much more beautiful. And I think it's funny, maybe um, it's just me. I've never looked at a wedding photo and thought whether or not the couple is beautiful or not, right? I, I What I always gravitate towards is the emotion. Like, yeah. let's just say hypothetically that we would all agree that they're not the most attractive couple. If they are laughing and they're in love and you can just see that, you gravitate to that photo because it doesn't matter if they're good looking or not. It's the connection. And that's what couples are really looking for. So if you're able to create those moments with your own uh, either your own workshops, or if you get a couple just to pose with like a, a bouquet in your local market, that content is going to pay you so much more than the expensive workshop overseas. Um, so I got a little long-winded there too, Tyler, but there's a lot to say on that, I think. I love what you just said. And, and one thing I kind of want to ask about, or even, and I say ask about, because I'll say my own experience, I'm curious to hear yours. One of our goals this year, as we started doing more styled shoots and started traveling a little bit more this year, is we also had a goal where if we were traveling somewhere or doing a styled shoot, we would try to do our own shoot at that same city or location as well. Um, when we went to Utah this year to visit family, like, okay, we're going out to Utah to visit family. Let's do a shoot out there in Utah, right? And so, and you did the same thing in Paris, right? Where Okay, we're, we're going to do this. So my question is, and maybe this is a question for a, that a lot of photographers have. Oh, that sounds great. How are you finding, how did you find the couple, right? And so for us, what we do is we'll go on Instagram and we will search at locations, right? That might be a local college or a local like restaurant or something that we think is the type of couple that we want to attract, right? What is the type of couple that we would like to actually book us? And we will try to find a real couple on Instagram. And then we message them. And we say, hey, you and your boyfriend or girlfriend, you and your fiance, you and your husband, whoever it is, right? Whatever their relationship is, like, you're so beautiful. We're going to be in town. We'd love to do a shoot with you. Is that something you'd be interested in, right? And for the most part, like, we get, if they see it, it's always a positive response. They might be busy or not want to do it, right? But they might not have time and it might not work out with their schedules, but we've never gotten, I can't believe you'd even say that. What are you thinking? Right. And yeah, so yeah. that's how we do. How do you, how did you find this, this, this couple in Paris, right? Like what did you guys do? Yeah. So uh, we're, I guess, fairly well connected and it kind of doesn't matter where we go. We tend to know somebody. Um, and oftentimes it's just another photographer that we just happen to know that's in that same state or in a local market there. And so we'll just reach out to them and say, hey, we're interested in doing a little style shoot or a little like uh, um, portrait session. Um, do you know of anybody who'd be willing to do that? Do you want to do it kind of thing? So, um, and I think this is a good reason that uh, because we've always been very welcoming and friendly with everyone we meet, we try to anyways, um, we definitely try not to be competitive. And when we are at other style shoots, if we're working in groups, we want to make sure that the people we're working with get their content too. And so I think we've always fostered good relationships with other people with that. Um, so if you do do like a style shoot, especially one where there's a group of other people, 
um, don't be that person that is, you know, trying to box out other people. And like, when your time is up, you don't stop shooting and, and you're being bossy, just be friendly. It's one thing to be assertive. I totally get that. If somebody else is being like that, it's your time, you know, make sure you stand up and say, Hey, it's my turn. Um, but be friendly, be welcoming, make friends with other people. And then in the future, if you happen to be going to Montana, Utah, California, if you know somebody you can reach out and say, Hey, I'm traveling over to Santa Barbara. Do you have uh, anybody that I, do you know of a florist I can reach out to? Who would you recommend? Yeah, I love that. I think that's something that we've done better this year is, is trying to actually have relationships with other people. Cause I do think it does make it easier, right. Than reaching out to someone, you know, and see if they know anyone versus a random person, right. That you, that you've, yeah. uh, you had to find. I think that's possible too. You can reach out to a completely random person on Instagram. I really think most people want the best for other people and they, they try to uh, help other people out. And I know that we've had some pretty random questions on Instagram before and we're like, I, sure. I don't, I don't know you, but here, this is what we'd recommend. But when you <laughs> do ask somebody else, this is the thing about recommendations. Uh, when you're asking somebody for a recommendation, you're asking them to put their relationship with the other person into um, uh, you're mixing with that. Right. So uh, if somebody doesn't want to share a recommendation with you, don't take it personal. It's just because they don't know you. Because like, let's say I recommend some, uh, somebody, let's say, Tyler, you recommend uh, a florist to me. And then I bail last minute on the shoot. Well, the florist is less likely to take your recommendations, Tyler, because um, I could say like, oh, well, Tyler recommended, you know, you're kind of guilty by association. Yeah. Not always the case, right? Yeah. Um, but it's just something that if people tend to be a little bit more guarded with the recommendations, that's usually where it's coming from more than like don't want you to create content or compete with them in that regard so yeah i like that a lot that's true that's really, really and true. i i know that for new photographers and because i've been here too there's a little bit of imposter syndrome sometimes we usually come from other backgrounds and so there's a little bit of a fear factor like oh man i gotta reach out to this photographer you know they have like x followers on instagram and they've been doing this for so much longer uh but i would say you know it's that is absolutely the person you want to reach out to uh, if you feel like they're a little bit more seasoned, a little bit more experienced, because I think you'll find as you find more and more experience in an individual, the more willing they are to share their knowledge and to help out. Yeah, that is true. I do think that as someone gets more experience, they're more likely to want to pass on that experience to others. Yeah. And, yeah. One other thing you said that I thought was was really interesting was we were talking about, or you were talking about uh, the shoots and the content, and for for us that are for us that are just starting out or we're we're brand new, what would you do if you wanted to create content? So I said what I would do, but like if you're a brand new photographer right? And you need some content, right? How would you find or create? Like what would, knowing what you know now, what would you do to create that content that you would want? Would you do a styled shoot personally or would you? Well, yeah. Well, I'll, why don't I just share my experience of what we did do? So when we first started out, we booked uh, almost all of our 20 weddings, our first year of business without ever shooting a wedding. Um, so we got really good at creating content without having uh, any actual weddings to photograph. And so what we did very early on um, is that we 
we would go to things like the Facebook marketplace, buy a dress, have a friend wear it. And it was great experience to practice because it was somebody we knew. Uh, we would buy a bouquet and we have all these like beautiful photos that we took and uh, they're all friends of ours and or recently married couples who wanted to maybe redo some of their wedding photos. We had two friends who were like, they were unfortunately wanted some other images taken. So they were more than happy to get dressed up, uh, you know, a couple months after the wedding. And uh, we got to do a whole portrait session with them, a bridal session. So um, doing that, and it doesn't even have to be bridal, it can be engagement sessions as well. So we ran a series of free engagement sessions, mini sessions. Um, we did this uh, one Saturday uh, in the summer. Um, and this is, uh, we had some pretty interesting people show up. But it was a great opportunity for us to uh, photograph these couples and, and we got to put their galleries together and send it out to them. We did it for free, but then we got to keep the images, right? Yeah. So that was part of the uh, bargain. Um, and we learned a lot from that. Like we need to coach people on how to dress up and uh, that sort of thing. We did a lot of our own flat lays, a lot of our own details. So if we did do a bridal session with a friend, we would have the bouquet, right? So then we would take the bouquet and we would style it just in our apartment at the time. We would hang like the the veil over a chair and put the bouquet on the on the chair. And then we would put some like Bella Belle shoes. Uh, a lady bought some shoes once from Nordstrom. We photographed and returned them. Thank you, Nordstrom. They were unused. <laughs> they helped us out with that. Um, so there are things that we did like that. I bought a bunch of um, flat lay details on Amazon, styled around flat lays, and then we would use the bouquet, break up the petals, and uh, uh, style an invitation. So that's how we did our own content very early on without having any content created. Then as we started to uh, build our brand and we had more um, couples that we worked with and we wanted to put on maybe something a little bit more official, um, then we started hosting our own style shoots. And so we hosted our own before we attended anyone else's, which is kind of how we've always done it. We've always just do it ourselves, and then we go to like uh, the actual thing. So- um, You say hosted your own. Did you have other photographers there with you? Photographing yeah. with you? Okay, yeah, so you were yeah. like legit hosting it. Yep. Putting it on. And we did, we did that with a couple venues that we really wanted to get established with. So we wanted to be able to say that we shot at a venue because what we were finding as early photographers People wanted to know if we photographed there before. And of course we hadn't, we were very new. Um, so we wanted to have the ability to say, yes, we've shot there before. Um, so we did this at one particular venue. Uh, we did it at a couple venues that we really wanted to, but one in particular, we ended up hosting about three style shoots there. Um, and we sold tickets to other photographers um, to have them join. We never had like a tremendous turnout. And this isn't like, it wasn't, you know, any a big workshop or anything like that. It was just a handful of other photographers that came. Um, and they were usually just as new, if not newer than us. Um, but it was a good opportunity for us to work at these venues, create a lot of content so we can tag them on Instagram. And we did that to the point where we became preferred vendors at one of the venues, um, which was great. So we became a preferred vendor. Um, we, we eventually booked a couple of weddings there, but we generated so much content at this venue, one that we really wanted to become established and known for, um, that we, we just got on their radar and they started referring weddings to us. I love that. I love that. So here's a question for you then as well. When you reached out to this venue, because venues, some venues will are all for styled shoots or all for like, yeah, some of them will say, yeah, you can use it. Some of them have a fee, right? Just depends. Uh, what were you saying to these venues to, 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 to use it? Do you like, Hey, I want to do a styled shoot there. And they're like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. So um, we, 
if you get a newer venue, usually they're more inclined to let you come do a style shoot because they need the content just as much as you do. Uh, and they don't uh, have anything to really show. So in, in some cases, they need it more than you do. Um, so if there happens to be a new venue, that's a great opportunity for you to say, hey, I'm going to put on a style shoot there. But in general, expect that there's going to be a reservation fee and that you'll have to do it during a weekday. And we were okay with that. So the reason why, one of the reasons why we thought, hey, we'll invite other people is to help recoup some of the cost because we were buying some of the florals, we were renting the venue, um, we were paying for the models, and we were willing to front that cost because we knew that in the long run, that was going to be beneficial for us to eventually start booking couples there. Um, so simply just emailing the venue and say, hey, I'm interested in hosting a style shoot. And if you're thinking of not having, and you can word it however you want, and maybe you can just say, hey, I'm interested in um, photographing one of my couples there. Um, and uh, it's only if they're your actual couple, then don't uh, get me wrong. I'm not saying like you or want to say, I want to photograph my couple there. And then you hire a model <laughs> and do a style shoot. That's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah. I'm saying that uh, if, whatever terminology you want to use for that, if you say style shoot to a venue, they might immediately think of like tablescape florals and all kinds of stuff. And you might be thinking of just bringing like a model in, in a, a bouquet. Um, so maybe being clear with them what your expectations are, what you're thinking of doing. Um, and not all venues will say yes, but a lot of them will say, yeah, that's fine. You know, it's going to maybe be $250 or whatever it is per hour um, and just be willing and expecting to pay that cost. Yeah. Um, so that's what we were doing. And um, yeah, the venues that we worked with, they were more than happy to ha have us come. They had their own rules in different areas where we can set up and do certain things. The last little thing I would like uh, to recommend kind of on the same point is that if you are maybe a few years in uh, into photography and you have your own couples um, and now you're looking to schedule and plan their engagement sessions, we at another venue that we really wanted to start working at, we started recommending this venue to our couples for their engagement sessions. Uh, we had already shot a wedding there once before, uh, but it's a beautiful venue and it's in Michigan. Uh, and so we recommended this to our couples and the couples really liked it too. Uh, there was a fee for them and they paid the fee in order to do their engagement session there. And then we can help style and plan it that way. So that allowed us the opportunity to create more. It was a win-win, right? The couples got beautiful images. We got to take images at a location that we wanted to be established at and, and known for and create beautiful images there too. Um, and that got us on the radar of that venue. Um, so we, we did that several times after shooting one wedding there. And then they started recommending weddings to us too, because we, just like you, Tyler, would share our galleries, uh, when we completed them. And so they had the, those images and then the venue could share those images of the engagement session on their Instagram. So. Love that. As you're talking, I was kind of thinking through my own transition and progression in, in the photography business. And so one last thing I'm going to say, you didn't say this, but like, it's kind of good for a mindset shift for maybe some photographers that are starting out or trying to get up over a hump that they're seeing. Uh, for a lot of us, you don't want to maybe spend money, right? Like how, what can I do for free basically? Right. And how can I get the most bang from a buck. And I think that is amazing mindset just to have. I think it's really good to to bootstrap and to to work. But I do think that there is something to be said, like to know that if you're going to be putting on your own shoe or if you're go going to work at a venue that you've never worked at, some of these places do have fees and that's okay, right? It's okay to like pay that fee and to establish that relationship. Like 
And for me personally, I had to kind of tell myself that, right? Where I would be like, okay, I can be at this place and it costs me a hundred bucks. Well, I can go to this other place and it's free, right? I'm just gonna go to this other place. And there's a lot of value in going to the other place, but depending on your goals and what you're wanting to create, it might be way more worth it. That hundred bucks might be a great investment to spend because of the things that you're going to get out of it long-term. And yeah. I had to have a mindset shift and that happened to me this year with, with things like that. And you didn't say that, but that's something that is just good for us to, to remember that it's all right to, if you need a, it's all right if you need to pay for, for a thing or a venue or a style shooter or whatever to grow your business. Don't just go and be careful with it. Like it doesn't, I don't know. Does that make sense? I'm not saying go out and spend all your money. I'm more saying no, that. being mindful, but being okay with the possibility that it might require that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, That's exactly. I would say that of the workshops and stuff that we've put on, we've done some where we were able to source a bunch of vendors who would do things for free. Um, and those tended to have the most problems. So when there was money on the line and we were paying for services, um, that's where things flowed together. And those were some of the um, style shoots that gave us the best content. Um, and there have been many of occasion where we tried to get everything together for free. Even the couple, we found a couple who said they would do it. Um, and then they, you know, inevitably somebody would bail. Unfortunately, sometimes it was like one of the couples and not both. Um, or both, you know, the models were gone. So what's the style shoot without the model? <laughs> if that was the focus of things, right? Um, so yes, if you can uh, budget a little bit of money and it doesn't have to be a ton, right? Yeah. So if we're looking at some of the style shoots, they can range anywhere from $500 to $10,000 what you're planning on investing. Um, if you're willing to even put, you know, $1,000 into that, which seems like a ton of money. Um, but if that one style shoot then in return can book you one wedding, even just one, um, that in itself pays for it, right? So yeah. you get out what you put into it and um, you will always attract what you show, right? So if you are able to go to, if you want to work at a particular venue and they're charging a fee for you, you are more likely to get work from that venue if you're going to pay that fee and create that style shoot. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to go over the top. It doesn't need to have a $4,000 floral arch or anything like that. Even if you had simply just a couple at the venue, um, that will still be uh, very beneficial for your portfolio and beneficial for your photography career in the long term. I love that. You said uh, you said something just now, and this is something you said in our very first mentorship ever together. And it's stuck with me and it's kind of been my mantra. And I want to just say it again for everyone, because I think this is a really great mantra. And we'll just maybe make a poster that says like with your face on it and like this quote. but. <laughs> you attract what you show, right? And so what you're showing and what you're creating, that's what you're going to be attracting. And if you want to shoot at a venue and you never show that venue, it's going to be really hard to shoot at the venue. And I love what you guys did to start. Like, I I think I'm going to take that idea of going to a venue and hosting a style shoot, whether it's just us or a handful of photographers to get some more content at some of the venues that we want to shoot at. I think that's a just a really, really great idea. Yeah, absolutely. Give it a shot. <laughs>